It's Rant Delicious. Welcome to the SEO Rant. I am your host, Morty Oberson. You might know me better as Wix's official is on two of the SEO community, but I will remind you once again, this is nothing, has nothing to do with that. This is pure, unofficial Morty magic. Where can you find the SEO Rant? You can find the SEO Rant at theseorant.com. Com. That makes a lot of logical sense. You can also find us at SEO Rant on Twitter, on Stitcher, on Spotify, on SoundCloud, wherever great subpar and really crappy podcasts are found. We are there. Also, when does the SEO Rant come out? I don't know. I have no idea. There's no official date when the SEO Rant comes out. I try to do it weekly. It tends to come out weekly on Thursday. No guarantee. I do this on the side whenever I have time. So if I don't have time, I don't do an episode. That's because kind of how it works. So it makes sense to subscribe. You can subscribe to whatever podcast platform you consume podcasts on or again at the SEO rant. I am sick of plugging myself. Let's get into it. This week, we have a senior director of digital strategy or senior digital strategist over at Ignite Visibility. Um, she's a former Syracuse University alumni. If you're into college sports, which I used to sort of kind of be, you'll know them. She's from the illustrious Women in Technical SEO. So a big plug to them. She lives in beautiful San Diego, which is how San Diego is described on Wheel of Fortune every time it comes up. Win a vacation to beautiful San Diego. Um, she is Jen Cornwell. How are you? Hi, good days. Good. Thanks for having me. What an intro. Yeah, my pleasure. <laughs> I kind of I got lost in that one a little bit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, no, thank you so much. My pleasure. Literally, I don't think it's Wheel of Fortune, actually. I think it's a price is right. But in order to have a vacation, they're like, yeah, beautiful San Diego, which I've always wanted to go to San Diego. I've never been there. Oh my gosh. I've been here for five years. I grew up in upstate New York. It is like a world of difference. It's like living in, it's like you're on vacation all the time. Like every weekend, you're just in a vacation spot. Wait, wait, I'm from New York. What in the world is upstate New York? Oh, for me, upstate New York is Buffalo. Okay. I'm Ah, in central New York. see. (laughs) See, for me, upstate New York is the Bronx. Yes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> or, West, yes. or Westchester, that mystical place that's sort of kind yes. of New York City. That's the New Yorker test. What yeah, is the New York <laughs> This is enormous state called New York, and New York City is one little tiny blip on the radar. And everything else is upstate if you're from there. So that's right. Yeah, <laughs> so I know. Like pure New York elitism here. I'm really sorry. <laughs> All good. All, All right. good. Cool. So. We're talking about managing your Google My Business listing. Now, that's not a hotbed issue at all. I mean, <laughs> nothing to really rant, talk about, discuss. But since you brought it up, since you want to talk about it, I guess we can. What do you have to say about managing your Google My Business listing? Yes. Okay. So I actually I started my SEO career in, in local. So Google My Business listings have just been like, the bread and butter of everything, the fundamentals of my SEO career are based in like listing management. Um, used to be for like chiropractors and vets and optometrists and the small agencies. So we're like dealing with um, doctors or, or people who are maybe not so great on a computer. So we're trying to like help them and do a lot of it, right? And then also be the the conduit for, for Google My Business. So um, the management, <laughs> um, I think, the beginnings of it for me, the things I've had to like explain to, maybe this is less of a GMB rant, um, but 
the fundamentals of what Google My Business is for, which is not to market your business. Like, yes, it is a great tool for marketing your business, but really it's so people can get directions and get information <laughs> about your business. You know, it, like that's what they made it for. They made it so that you could, it's, a, it's maps, it's Google Maps, like, but extended, right? So I think when you get into it with, I've had clients like talk a little more about like virtual locations, but they're like, well, how are we going to use Google My Business if we don't have an office? And I'm like, well, I don't know if, I don't know if we are. And this is when, this is when Google was like less supportive of some of that stuff, but they're trying to get me to put PO boxes in still and like post office locations. My office box. Yeah, exactly. And that's when I have to get into this conversation with them of like, listen, the reason we can't do it this way is because, you know, you're not you're not giving the user helpful information, which I think if we look at like all of the Google tools and updates that have been made, it's all about the user. Um, so yeah, really have to like break it down sometimes for clients. But then Google makes it like super hard to do that sometimes because they offer like all these cool features that every single business wants to use. So they have you add in like services and then every client's like, okay, let's get all my services on there. I'm like, well, you're not a hairstylist. You're not like uh, you're not selling this specific thing. So this feature just doesn't make sense for you. It just doesn't apply. Um, but Google continues to just roll out these like vertical specific features um, that everyone wants. Um, and then I think the, the last piece is just like the, the organization. Um, so, so back in the day, when I first was working with GMB, it was usually just one listing. It would, it would be one listing, and then all five doctors at the practice have also made their own listing. <laughs> and so wrangling those in has always been a really big project and process. Um, and I think it starts with, okay, who has access to all of these? And it's like, well, let me ask the receptionist that worked here five years ago. Um, and then you go through the claim process and sometimes that works out, sometimes it doesn't. Um, and then God forbid you have to talk to Google My Business support help and like try to mer merge anything. Cause I think that's also always been, um, it's always been uh, just such a big hang up. Um, and I run into it more now with like larger businesses even. Um, but clients who, uh, they bought a new practice and they want to take over the listing, but they want to keep the reviews. The number of times I've screenshotted Google My Business to reviews to make sure that when we're merging listings together, I'm not losing reviews because I've had that happen <laughs> where there's like this historic amount of reviews um, and they merge the wrong listing into the correct listing or whatever it is. Like there's just this miscommunication with the support team. Um, and then you've, you're trying to recover hundreds of reviews with uh, them. Or not recover uh, them if they're terrible. Yeah, yeah, that's the, <laughs> that's the other thing. That's the other thing is when clients, um, I mean, talking about like the fundamental purposes of Google My Business, it's like, well, I don't like that I have all of these, what do we do about all these one-star reviews? And I'm like, I, I get be better. <laughs> like, like be sometimes like that's genuinely the answer. I'm like, you need to provide good service. And there's like, you know, review generation tactics, try to like pass those out and be like, yeah, you know, ask, ask the nice people that you work with that, you know, are going to leave the five star, but there's I, nothing I, I can do about this one star. <laughs> I love that about business in general. Like you throw away all the rules of life because, oh, it's a business. 
And you would completely ignore <laughs> the fact that like businesses are made up of people and people function according to a certain makeup. Like there's rules. Yes. It's called psychology. And those rules apply <laughs> um, at, in life, at the dinner table and at a business because you're fundamentally dealing with people. But I love that about our society that all of a sudden I go, this is business totally different. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. And I think, um, I think, yeah, people expect that, like, you know, if, if you're putting it on my profile, it's going to be good. I feel like business owners have a really hard time with the negative responses to something that happened, or whether it's on Google, my business or Facebook, or your, you know, their social media profiles. Uh, so many businesses are so bad at responding or they're just scared to respond. I've definitely had to coach mm -hmm. clients through their responses because you have to tell them like, well, not responding actually looks worse right. than, um, than you, than you like writing something that's maybe a little bit vague and, you know, telling them not really giving them a direct answer. Like, you know, you know, you want to tiptoe around the problem, but you also need to say something and speak up because people look at that. And I think um, also just as a user, it's really interesting to see, because I think when I go look at reviews, I do look at the one-star reviews, Yeah. but what I'm looking, I'm looking for is why did they give a one star? And I always feel like those are like sometimes you know, bad, terrible reasons to get a one star. <laughs> like, yeah, no, and, it's like, and well, you don't want to see a business getting five stars. You're like, all right, this is totally fake. Right. Every yeah, review exactly. is five stars. <laughs> I mean, any, <laughs> all of my SEO knowledge really makes it hard to be a consumer. I think like in general, like when you do a Google search and you're like, okay, so I don't, I don't trust any of these first three spots. <laughs> they're just, they're just paying for some SEO campaigns. So let me keep searching. Um, but yeah, yeah, definitely Google my business reviews and like that, that management of them and, and clients not knowing how to respond and then trying to get the support to, um, cause, cause sometimes they are bad. Sometimes you do have to take down a bad review. I think sometimes you get a review that's like, for the completely wrong business, or um, you you know that historically they are not a customer, so we're trying to get the review taken down. Um, right. But sometimes I think I think clients get really hung up on um, that one one star review. They don't even want to see one of them on there. They think like one is the end of the world, right? So it's like, well, we've never had one one star, so we need to take it down. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, that tangents me on to just. Um, uh, the support help side, which is like, that is a nightmare. So now, now in the work I do, when I'm doing any kind of GMB management, it's usually on like a larger scale, like clients that have like 15, 20 plus locations, maybe up to like 60 plus. Um, and I have one client, a retailer, and they're like buying, um, they're acquiring some new locations and we need to go through claiming the listing. And then we have to go through the process of updating the information and um, maybe they changed the phone number. So we have to go through the verification process and just, I get the number of hoops that we have to go through. It's like, I wouldn't want just anybody to come out here and claim this. Like, I want to make sure we claim the listing, but oh my gosh, we have like 60 other ones in our account. Can you just let us have this one? <laughs> like, can you see that we're just like trying to do the same thing again for the 61st time? Um, and just like help, help us out here. <laughs> yep. It is. It's funny. 
you know, so Bing actually, um, we do some like Bing places management. They actually make it a little bit easier. They're, they recognize, they're better at recognizing when you are, um, when you have franchises or like multiple locations, their listing management is nowhere near as like robust and obviously like not as used either, but they do, they do make it a lot easier to actually do some of the same stuff that Google makes kind of difficult, which is interesting. That is interesting. Um, That's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think the other thing that just like really grinds my gears is, uh, changing, uh, (laughs) is they, they constantly change like what you have control over. So especially like historically, like the things, and I think this is true for a lot of like their, their platforms and tools. It's like, okay, I used to be able to do this thing and I no longer can do this thing. You've taken away my permission to, um, like manage photos. Like that was one thing that, used to have a lot more control over what your cover photo mm-hmm. was. And like, if somebody was uploading a photo that didn't belong to your business, getting that removed wasn't like the biggest hassle in the entire world. And, and now, now you can like... have your logo there, like in tiny little <laughs> logo. That's right. Yeah. If they want to, mm-hmm. if they want to put it there. I mean, I think that every Google thing comes with this disclaimer of like, you can fill this in and we'll pick it if we want to, right. if we decide like meta title, meta description, your Google right, business right. info, your knowledge panel, which I mean, like whole separate thing of That's like, a oh yeah, whole, you can... I just covered that <laughs> on the edge of the web the, the other day. I don't know if the episode even came out yet. Oh man. Cause like uh-huh. they're, they're, they're throwing in competitors, all alternatives to your business. Thank you <laughs> yeah, so much yeah. for that. Yes. Which yeah, by the way, that- I yes. love that. So we, when we at Wix had a conversation with Google My Business because we had an integration with them recently. And, and ironically, they, okay, I don't yeah. have to share this or not. Sh- I'm just sharing it. <laughs> um, they, when, their way of looking at Google My Business, hey, we want businesses. And they, I, I'll say this because it's on their website. I mean, you go look at their feature pages. They basically say that they don't, they say this. They want business to feel like, hey, this is a place where you can showcase your business and make it shine and highlight it and push it and really show how awesome you are. And you're telling me the way when you came on and introduced this topic, yeah, it's just a listing where you can get directions. So it's so funny <laughs> to hear that to hear that disconnect between. And then, okay, let, but let's leave that aside for a second. If you are saying that, yeah, this is a place for you to shine Google posts and product carousels and blah blah blah. And then you put a tab in for alternatives to this product. How would, how does that jive? I I don't, and I don't understand like, is there like a massive disconnect over at Google or just different teams not syncing up? Is there just something in the cornflakes? I don't know what it is. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. To say that, like to state that we want you to, to showcase your best self, right. Through this listing, through, through whatever Google platform, but then we're going to control actually a lot of the information that you give us. We're going to decide what you showcase as a business. Um, yeah. The knowledge panels, those are, I mean, I think Google's gotten really good in general with these really rich, like SERP page, SERPs, but just like really rich result pages. Um, I was looking at one recently for, um, the term juice machine, which juicers, <laughs> actually I, it's I, juicers. No, now I have to Google that juice machine. Yes. Just juice machine. Actually. Is that so Barry it's, Bonds? It's ju- oh, bad juicers. 
<laughs> juicers. So, so the juicers page is really interesting because of like how they don't understand who you are. And they're like, well, it's funny in that it's like all of the options. They're like, right. are you looking for this brand? Are, do you want to go somewhere and buy it? Are you yeah, trying local to pack. I'm looking at it right now. Yep. Yep. There's a local pack. There's people also ask. There's <laughs> videos. Just throw every visual element yeah. at you and hope something exactly. sticks. Exactly. They're like, we have no idea what you're asking, but like, here are all of your options. So, so yeah. And, and for that specifically, um, they have this section in there that's for branded. So they'll show you like the different brands of juicers that are available. And I think that's, that's like an interesting result. Um, but also, I mean, we don't want to touch the zero click conversation. Oh, I do. <laughs> I definitely do. Cause I, I, I have an odd take on that, but that's for maybe a different time. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I think it's, I think it's interesting that, that Google is, has gotten here. Like, I think it's, it's cool. Uh, I think just when you're the, the in-between for you're, you're the keeper of all the Google knowledge, right. For like the client or whoever you're working with. And then they're like, okay, well, how do I do all these things? It's like, well, you know, Google just decides like in a lot of cases, right. There's some things we can do. There's indicators we can put there. Um, but there's not, we don't have full control over all of the things. Another one is site links. You used to be able to like choose your site links and now you can. Right. Yep, and I've, yep. I've seen Google do some like interesting things with um, like the type of branded search that pulls up the different site links. And I'm like, okay, I can get on board with that. But um, when my client adds a new location and they're like, well, why isn't the other location showing up? And I'm like, I, I, cause I can't do anything about it. <laughs> like we got the business listing, like the page is there, all of the stuff Google needs is there for them to do it if they want to. Um, so yeah, yeah. Back, back to GMB. I think that that's like a really a common thing. Um, I do think the new reporting is really interesting. Um, some of the new insight reporting and the ways they're kind of building that out. Cause I don't think that's um, changed in a long time, just kind of like the information that they pull in. Um, there's like some new call, not quite call tracking, but call logging, I think right. is what they're referring to it as, um, which I think like opens up some doors, but I can only imagine <laughs> like every time they add in a new element, it adds in a layer of like, okay, how can we all act on this? Like, I think Google my business posts is another one too. Ooh, I kind of um, like those. <laughs> I mean, I know. Oh, I do. I like them. But I as do. A user. Yes. No, I do like them. I don't. I think that's like a. I, I said in the beginning, this is maybe a rant slash rave. Oh, there oh, are oh, definitely this is perfect things. SEO rave. Oh, I should have called it that. I should have called the SEO rave. I mean, I think you'd get way less Pale. topics if you if it was all rave raving about things. But um, <laughs> but but yes, yeah. I think Google My Business posts are are like a really cool addition. Um, and I think it's interesting to see Google try to build out um, Google My Business as this like Google Plus. <laughs> I think right. they call it, they started calling it like this Google Plus replacement when they. No, shut that's that really down. what it is. It's their it's their opportunity mm -hmm. to like for like a social media thing. And, and I don't. By the way, I don't engage with half of them. Like I'll maybe so, I just like seeing them there. I don't know why. I cannot explain <laughs> that. Well, um, 
there was a really interesting Moz article. I think it was Greg Gifford that wrote it about Google My Business posts that came out like a few weeks ago. And he talks about using them for conversion. Like they don't actually drive a lot mm -hmm. of like traffic or business necessarily or like engagement, but um, it can be really good for conversion. And I totally am bored yeah. with that. And I think it did a good job of, of talking to like what you should include in those to have them be effective. Yeah, you know, um, I'm going to mention think, like, this because... So yeah. I can remember to print in the show notes. So I actually interviewed Greg about this, like very about Google Postal. I don't know, like two, three years ago already um, on my old, old podcast on Rain Granger. And that's exactly what we talked about. The best way to use Google Post to drive conversion. So note to self in this podcast, this is totally breaking a fourth wall. Include this in the show notes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it was. And yeah, the, the article we put out recently was like really, really good format for like what works, what doesn't. I think it was a yeah. whiteboard. Um, yeah, it's a whiteboard Mas Friday. Whiteboard, but... It's a whiteboard Friday. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, so I think there's stuff like that that's good. And I do think like um, the way they rolled out COVID information Amazing. was really, really Amazing. quick too. Yeah. Yeah. And that awesome. was really critical for a lot of businesses and um especially like service industry um i have a, a client stuck in medical and it was really important for them um so yeah i think i think there are a lot of things and and to get back to the fundamentals i'm like hung up on that now <laughs> i'm like i i know as a marketer i'm like yes this is absolutely a tool absolutely a place you should be but i think um i have this conversation a lot about google search in general with clients sometimes it's like you're have to just like break down what is the primary what is google's purpose like why did they put out this tool originally because while they're building on it it still has like the primary function of what it was originally built for in most cases um so yeah yeah i think that's, um, that's a, a lot great of clients, point that's a great point. a lot of clients they expect that like oh yeah well i've done i've got reviews i've got like i'm doing all of the things and it's like well yeah, you know, Google still still sees this as a way for users to get information, not as a way for you to market your business. Um, that's not what they look at it as. It's all user facing experience only, or that's the that's the goal for them. Yeah, I mean, so, that's, that's a good way. I think there was a recent um, thread by Paul Har that kind of talks about this. Was it, yeah, it was him. Um, but basically, like, like, like why thinking about why the intent behind why Google does things is so important and instead of getting stuck up and like, okay, this is how I optimize this and this is how I do that. But think about why they do what they do and sort of skating towards that puck a little bit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think a lot of the time that's a rain, rain clients in sometimes I'm like, okay, like this is, this is why we do this. We do this yeah. for the user always, always for the user. And then, and then anything extra we can do is honestly just extra yeah. uh, most of the time. Um, I think the other piece is just like listing management in general has gotten really interesting. So when I used to do um, like a lot of, I used to do a lot of NAP audit. That was, when I started in SEO, I was actually in an internship. Okay. <laughs> it was name, address, phone number, audits. Nice. And yeah, yeah. and manual, manual. We had no oh, management service. That's awesome. <laughs> so I, Best job ever. I was using, <laughs> yeah yeah i mean a re really good way to establish you know the fundamentals is like have absolutely zero paid tools at your disposal yep. um so, <laughs> so um we used to use the moz um the free listing i think i still have it 
uh, you just put like your business info in and it pulls up all of like your listings. Yeah. And then it's literally just like going through every single one and trying to like make a change to it in some way, trying to like hit up the aggregators first and push everything out. Um, now, now that I'm at, um, at Ignite at an agency that pays for services, which is great. I've worked with a handful, um, worked with Moz, Uberall. Um, we started recently working with um, Render SEO that offers services like that as well. Um, but, but yeah, that's been interesting too, even just, um, so, so the original Moz and then now Uberall, um, who has actually, I think Moz adapted Uberall's platform, something like that. Anyway, um, they're like basically the same tool. <laughs> they're like, they're like almost identical dashboards now when you go in there. Um, and then it's just about, okay, well, what listings are they updating? Um, but it's gotten easier, but more complicated. Oh, that makes total sense. I totally get that. Total <laughs> totally, sense. To, it's like adding, it's adding extra layers, but also automation. So I think there's like niceness, but less. Anyway, back to Google, my business. It's like when that becomes the like end all be all place of all of your other listings. Um, and then you're dealing with like, trying to make sure you have things consolidated the way you need them to be so that you can layer that out across. That's always been like just a mess for me too. That's less of a GMB rant and more of a just like, okay, how do I, how do I wrangle all of these um, directories and other like online sources and, and then plug them into this platform and then see when they change and keep updating that and make sure, make sure that we're consistent. And <laughs> I had a client who, um, uh, switched over to like a telephone tree number. So we had to change all nice, like 50 nice, of their, nice, nice. yeah, all 50 of their branches over to the exact same phone number. And now we find lingering ones. They're like, yeah, when you search this branch, I'm like, well, I don't know how to edit, you know, branch.branch.com <laughs> slash branch slash listing, like this very obscure directory site that we've come, come to. So, um, yeah, yeah. Just that like consolidation and consistency, I think, um, because people do somehow not only use Google My Business. Like the reason they right. found I know this that's amazing, was... by the way. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Remnants yeah, of the past. Know. I guess. Right. Right. I'm like, I, what what encouraged you to click on this very random link and not trust this Google listing that's right here on the totally side? Totally shiny. <laughs> totally. Yeah, that's the yes. same reason the same people who watch infomercials late at night, I would suspect. <laughs> and then buy the product <laughs> yes yeah the Venn, that venn diagram is a circle um right. yes yeah um no i think uh that's always been something that's been like especially when you're dealing with like a multitude of locations and, and some clients are really really it's really necessary other clients are like well, I don't, I don't know how we're going to, nobody's going to look at that. And you're like, well, but somebody probably will. And <laughs> that's the thing. It's that's inevitable. So, Someone will always yeah. end up in that one place. Which right, is, right. By the way, a good place to end. This is the most unbelievable pivot to end an interview ever. I have to go because <laughs> my wife has to leave and someone's got to watch the damn kids. That's, <laughs> no, that's how great. I'm ending this podcast. <laughs> no. Seamless. That was seamless morning. Yes. And where can people find you? Oh, I'm on Twitter as ooh, Jen Cornwell, I think. Um, I'm also on LinkedIn. I, I think that's my handle. There I'm might be an under there might there might be an underscore in there at the end, potentially. 
Um, I actually, I just recently joined SEO Twitter. I haven't been on SEO Twitter for very long. I was a, I was a browser and not a, oh, not see. an active member. Um, so yeah, uh, Twitter, LinkedIn, uh, I do a lot of pretty active on LinkedIn. So LinkedIn's a good spot just as Jen Cornwell. Sweet. It's uh, Jen underscore Cornwell. Perfect. I knew Twitter. I threw an yeah. underscore in there. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. I, my pleasure is why I'm here for. Of course, I'll link to all of those places so people can find you. And thank you for coming on and pardon my abrupt ending to this podcast. <laughs> all good. Thank you so much for having I, me. But yeah, I really appreciate it. It was awesome. And we probably could have gone for another half hour, but someone has to keep an eye <laughs> on the kids. Um, again, when can you find another episode of the SCR rent? Don't know. Could be next week, could be two weeks, could be three weeks, could be tomorrow. Who knows? So subscribe wherever you consume your podcast. Check us out at theseorant.com. And until then, toodles. Thank you again, Jen, and talk to you. Bye.